0: Link, start. SENPHY SENPHY Catchy till I die. All these lollies call me. Rubbing on her thighs, she stay wet for her. Saudi so Kawaii, it would die for her. Riding, watching, tie all the time with. What up, weebs? And welcome into to another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. Oh, fans in my bedroom, calm yourselves down because we haven't even started with the anime hot takery, which we bring to you every single week, baby. And on this week's show, we are talking none other than the anime 2023 2023 spring season. Spring has sprungeth and there's so many great things to get to and so many animes I want to highlight for you guys because I obviously have better taste than most. Thus is why I'm the Anime by podcast. But before we go there, I have to give a special shout out and thank you to Chris and Tim. They both recently joined me on the podcast, which you can find on any major platform and it was riveting stuff. Megas joined us for some anime hot takery of hot takes and sausage and tim brought the fire with me when we went to see the newest makoto shinkai masterpiece called suzume this is without a doubt and i know we talked about it last week but it is still topical and hot on my mind makoto shinkai is growing at such an immaculate rate it still shocks me that this man is undefeated he doesn't miss from your name to weathering with you to now Suzume this show is a absolute masterpiece and it is storytelling at its finest shout outs to rad who does all the musical pieces for the score of the movie it is sensational and i meant it when i said it last week with uh, tim you better watch this in imax because if you have the privilege to see this masterpiece from start to finish in a hundred foot screen with all of these speakers under your seat and the treble when you're holding your popcorn and jiggling the whole time It is sensational, and I absolutely loved it. 10 out of 10 movie. It was so good. Check out last week's podcast if you want to get the true thoughts and everything else about it. But before we move forward, before we get all to the greatness and everything at hand, I must give you guys all my love, my positivity, and all of the goodness so I can fill your hearts with glee and to let you know that life isn't that dark. Take all my love, take all my passion, and use it as you wish. My positivity is for yours to have. That's why I give it to you every single time I can. That's why I sweat my balls off when I do these shows because I give everything I have in all of these podcasts or why am I doing them? why we do this together so shout outs again to tim and chris shout outs to all of you guys for being here for another week i always appreciate you guys staying for a while and listening and now it's time to get into the thing at hand so some big news to drop for you guys soon uh some new partnerships in a company that i will be endeavoring into so be ready for that all i can say is that it's official so some big things are under the works i just won't announce it until i have the guest on to talk about it so just be prepared for that So now as I look outside and I see that the temperature is rising, the daylight saving time has finally changed back to the accurate time because for some reason, Arizona is the only state in America that never changes its time from daylight saving times like they're God's country or something. But we are finally back on pace. The sun is shining ever brighter than it ever has before. And we are finally in a place we have been yearning to be. The next step in anime in the spring season. And let me tell you this. I am somebody who utterly loves, and I mean am captivated by the constant change from season to season. Whether it be from winter to spring, from spring to summer, from summer to winter, to fall, I skipped fall, but fall to to winter time. I love every season because it gives with it something new and refreshing. It always brings to us an abundant new amount of animes from some of our favorite production companies and all of these great producers and writing staffs I am so excited because it's a refreshing thing and it's something new. It's different from the monotony of all the other shows we watch because we can all go back and watch some great shows, which, by the way, for the first time, I'm finally watching Mushishi. Have any of you watched Mushishi, by the way? This anime is unbelievable to me. It's an episodic vibe of this guy helping people who suffer from these mushi, which are these extraterrestrial, almost otherworldly entities that live within our own. They're like spirits. And the craziest thing is they tie it into health things and things that are actually sapping the life force from other people. I am entranced with it. The intro song is beautiful. It's short. It's simple. It gets you right into the vibe. The whole storytelling is from an episodic vibe where there's no technology or anything. And the main character is just such a captivating guy because you don't know what the hell's going on. I'm halfway through. I just had to shout out that show because it felt like spring. That's kind of why I'm tying it together. It just felt great. It's an older show. I got to put you guys on game whenever I can. So this spring season... And why I love the the new season starting and everything that comes with it, it's extra refreshing. There's the life aspect. The one shows that always stand out the most in this is always the slice of life. Sometimes the fantasy aspects. And with this season, for some crazy reason, a seinen popped out of nowhere that apparently everybody has been on board with besides me. But I mean, we'll get into it. There is just so much abundance and so many good things. So... You just have to remember the reason why seasons are so prevalent and important as we're kind of transferring into this new world of anime, which, by the way, just leave anime alone, Hollywood. If y'all F with this stuff, I swear to the holy Jeebus himself, I will find you and I will debacle you and take you down to a peg you've never felt before just leave anime alone. I know it's getting popular. I know it's going to blow up even more than it does. I know I have anime tattoos and anytime I go somewhere with anime tattoos and a shirt on, everyone just weeps out with me and everybody just gets excited. I know it's coming. I get it. I understand it, but let's just do it the right way. Like let's not just jump in full board and do the same thing we did with superheroes. Cause I remember when I was a kid and with superheroes, ain't nobody gave a shinod about superheroes. Okay. Tobey Maguire was my boy. That's the real Spider-Man. I don't care what all you think about this new Spider-Man universe and all this stuff that's going on with Max Morales, I think his name is. I haven't even seen it. Toby was the real Spider-Man. You want to know why? He was nerdy. He was geeky. He was awkward. He was an introvert. And he fit the role. He fit the role tremendously. And that's why I thought it was so cool because now you go to these new ones and they're just so so quick on their feet, so articulate. And just, uh, it just doesn't give me the vibe, even though the comic books, but you know, it is what it is. Just don't do it to anime. I don't want to see anime now become Hollywood. So leave it alone. Be careful. Do not step on our toes. We are the loyalists that have been here forever. There is no gatekeeping here. I want everybody and anybody to be a part of anime. But just be careful who you step on because, again, if you do this wrong, if you hurt us and take this, the last form of free entertainment that's kind of unbiased in most attributes and brings a refreshing taste to political aspects or whatever it is, like Attack on Titan, just don't F this up, is all I can ask, okay? Keep this fresh, keep it good. And keep it transpiring in the way it is and elevating our ability of what we think is possible from animation. Okay? Just like Komitsu no Yaiba! (sighs) Yeah. I just always... For some reason, that's what I think about Demon Slayer, okay? But it's just... It is what it is. So... The beauty of the season is here. Spring season has so much to offer. For me, I know it's more of a slice of life kind of time where a lot of these slice of lives, they are pronounced in this time, era. because they say springtime is for the lovers. The bunnies are doing what bunnies do best. The, <laughs> the lovers are in... Torptorating, or I don't even know what I'm trying to say there, but they're incorporating their own new lifestyles. Everybody's falling in love. The season is bliss. Everyone is wearing their sun dresses, which by the way is one of the most underrated things that woman can wear. I don't care shit about yoga pants anymore. Give me spring dresses back. I will take all those summer dresses. Okay. I know we're getting there, but spring dresses hit the same. Okay. You can wear them both times. It's really refreshing to me. I love the spring season. I love having this attribute now of having so many of these different animes coming out to break the mundane. And so a big thing to me and why I personally love every new season as it comes, and it's only about time I did the official kind of preview for you guys on this topic here. I love the fact that within anime and within the world itself, the thing that's kind of being lost now with a lot of these streaming platforms is in fact weekly viewership. Staying consistent with weekly releases, because I have grown up in an era where I had to watch television, and we had to watch toonami we had to watch Warner Brothers in the morning, whatever it is, Nickelodeon. There was a set time of when your satellite or whatever television service you had back to like two and thirteen with a freaking like antenna. People were like using. It's crazy to say that that is now lost. And what I mean by that is, I've asked a lot of people who are my age, who are younger, who are older, who watch anime or any type of, I guess you could say, entertainment platform, and I always ask them, do you still watch things weekly? Because really think about it now, with streaming platforms and how streaming is now becoming this giant consumer of everything that's entertainment visually for us i mean i work in entertainment i work for fox sports i see it firsthand everything now is transitioning from a satellite base into separate streaming platforms so for example you want to watch the yankee game at night right the yankees against the cubs well you have to go to apple tv to watch it on friday night oh you want to watch the monday night football game or thursday night football game You got to go to Amazon TV for that now, too. Oh, I want to watch the playoff game. That's the first round of the playoffs with LeBron and the Lakers and the Knicks or whatever. Oh, I got to go to FUBU. I got to go to Hulu. Like, it's just people don't realize yet. But the growth of where this is going with our streaming platforms now, you're going to have to have multiple services to keep things in order. And I'm already annoyed with it with anime. I don't like the fact that we don't have a main hub for viewership of anime. You know what I'm saying? Like that needs to be that satellite TV for us because the streaming services and how everything's now going to get segregated and go to different platforms, depending who pays the most for it. And God knows Amazon has more money than God itself bezos and all of them i mean it's just it's crazy but that's what's coming and that's what's happening i mean for example myself i know different platforms have exclusives so like netflix has its own stuff hulu has its own stuff even amazon had its own stuff crunchyroll has its own stuff i dig the fact that they try to put their own kind of spin on it create their own and keep their under their own hub and stuff i like that trust me i'm all about it but the fact that we don't have a hub to watch all of these yet especially tying it into the anime season, which is spring right now, is kind of upsetting. And I'll riff on this before we get into the shows that I want to highlight for you guys. Think of it this way. Why isn't there one hub yet that has all the shows you want? Why not? Why is it that all of this money now is being so convoluted with this stuff that now Disney, within our country... Disney Plus does not have really any anime on it, but they bought Hulu, so they put their anime on Hulu to make you not only have to have Disney Plus to say if you're a Star Wars fan or if you like any of their movies or whatever, you know, The Mandalore or whatever it is, Baby Yoda. I know it's not Yoda. It just looks like Baby Yoda. How can you tell me this isn't Baby Yoda? Or you have to go now to Hulu to get all of the anime exclusives. It's kind of crappy, right? But if you go outside of our country, they know that outside anime is bigger They have it on Disney Plus, like in Japan or whatever it is. What? Why are we limited? Because our culture isn't accepting of it yet? Come on. Get that Love Paradise or whatever it is, like Love Island bullcrap off of Netflix. I don't need to see some grown-ass people who are brain-dead fake it till they make it. I don't need to see this girl dating five dudes and she's like, this is the one for me. He's the one. Why? Why is he the one? You had five guys fighting for you. Why is he the one? Don't even me start on modern-day dating, which is just a shit pool, but... It just doesn't make sense, right? So now that Crunchyroll stepped in and bought Funimation, how come Crunchyroll is still not the hub yet? Why do I need to go to High Dive to watch this one show I'm going to talk about here in this whole season preview with you guys after this rant, but why is it we don't have a hub yet? Like really, truly, and truthfully, I'm curious. Why is it that we don't have a set place yet that we can all come together to sit down and to enjoy something together? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just confusing to me. Why is it that Game of Thrones, right? When they had House of Dragons or The Last of Us, whatever it may be. There was that hub. There was that place. Everybody went to it and enjoyed it together, right? It was on that one streaming platform, HBO, right? I get it. That's cool. That's one of them. But now for animes, why are you telling me that I have to go to so many different sources to just watch the majority of new releases within a season it's just not fun and trust me i understand i set it up i prefaced it i said i know how this is going to go i just want us as consumers as anime fans and especially as a consumer i need to have somewhere where i can watch most of these because trust me that's why a lot of people illegally stream a lot of shows on these like third party apps and stuff because it has all of them So why wouldn't they go to it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to make me pay now $100 in seven different platform fees just to watch all of the animes coming out when I can go watch it for free with just a little bit less quality? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not actively saying you should do that. I'm just saying as a consumer, I'd like to see these companies step up. And the reason why this ties into the spring season is that before I could even do this show for you guys tonight and talk about this, which, by the way, this is going to be one of the first podcasts I post on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, hey, what's up? Welcome in. And if you're not, go follow me on YouTube, by the way. I'm staring at the Patreon members and everybody else in my podcast, Discord, etc. I'm just very interested to know that I had to go through multiple weeks and had to go to multiple platforms to finally give you guys a just setup for the spring preview that I'm doing for you today. It just annoys me, okay? So I had to get that off my chest. I just want people to know that we can do more as businesses, as consumers, as fans, whatever it may be. We drive the marketplace, so if we stop going to all these different platforms and stick to one, like if all of us just have a Crunchyroll account, I have a hard time believing that Crunchyroll won't have most of the shows we want to watch. Is all I'm saying, okay? So, food for thought. As I always like to do, that's the thought in Senpai's land. So now, with the spring season here, and the spring season has sprung and I am now sweating on belief here. I'm glistening, so you can see this again on HD. There's a lot of shows within this season I wanted to bring to your attention. So what I think I'm going to do moving forward with this podcast and everything is not only am I going to wait a couple weeks into the new season to give you my thoughts and talk about a plethora of different shows I think you should watch, it gives me time to get everything right and to really have a good opinion about not only all these shows, but what I believe all of these will bring to you in a plethora of different narratives as well because again depending on the season we're into different things pop off at different times so there is actually one going on right now which is called vinland saga which i know a lot of people say farmland saga y'all leave thorfinn alone okay i've said this multiple times i'm gonna keep saying it to my dying day thorfinn is finally finding out who he is okay Let the man farm, let him plant some wheat, let him sit there and just float through everything after all the suffering and killing he's done. My boy is finally finding a place to call his own. Let him do it, okay? Just chill, leave farmland saga alone. Just like I preface it and I've said in a podcast not too long ago, just let it be okay and it's carrying into this new season i love when a season of anime has especially like a certain type of show has like 24 episodes and it can span within two different type of seasons from winter into spring bruh i'm such a fan if y'all haven't seen vinland yet bro get the f on it right away so let's go down this list i have everything prepared and also a quick thought real quick with you guys Don't be a binger, okay? Like this kind of is gonna complete the whole rant I just did on about streaming services and how everything's going. Don't be a binger, okay? Keep authentic to how it was when I was a kid and I kind of sidetracked, which this point I was trying to get to in the beginning. We need to start enjoying weekly releases because personally to me, I hold it so close to my heart because when I was a kid and I was growing up, watching animes as a weekly release, it hits so much differently. Whether it be cartoons, anything, you had to watch it at that time or else you were left behind. So it gave you the anticipation, it gave you something to be yearning for and excited for, and it gave you the ability to digest every episode properly. Because a lot of these shows, if it's truly a good show, after an episode, you should digest what you just watched. You should not be watching an entire series within a day to two days. I truthfully mean that. You are being oversaturated and you're being overshot with your adrenalines, your endorphins, all of the release of everything. You're going to miss a lot of it. There's a reason why a movie is an hour and 30 minutes, two hours, maybe almost three, depending how good it is. Tops, tops. A perfect movie is an hour and a half to two hours. Do you know why? That's a lot of time to play with, to tell a story. That is a lot of time. And there are so many layers within it. Just like, for example, again, Suzume. I need to go back and watch that again because there was so much within it from the attributes of suffering from depression, from tragedies, of loss. How do you get through a memento thing like that that changes and alters your life forever? Then add in the supernatural aspects of these giant worms that are like coming through gates that you have to lock with a key? Bruh, there was so much in it within a two-hour span I was captivated and I needed time to digest all of it, to get my thoughts appropriated, to have an opinion of the movie and to digest everything I just saw to take in the art piece that Makoto Shinkai was showing me. So if you think about it, I've met so many people now that they proclaim and they literally above everything else, talk about how they love so, so much binging a series. What? come on, bruh, bruh, you want to tell me that you're comfortable waiting an entire 12 weeks, if it's only 12 episodes, right? 12 weeks. It's it's pretty much three months. You're comfortable waiting that long to watch something and then you're going to watch it all at once and miss out on the fun you can have with it. And trust me, i'm not a contrarian there's certain things that will pop up that if i'm not able to watch them so like the game of thrones hype i couldn't get onto it i didn't have hbo at that time i didn't have the money or anything like that most of us don't you know we're not all born into wealth and privilege where we're like oh charles i watched game of thrones seven weeks before the pre-screening happened Jon snow is gonna fold like a paper towel what do you mean charles i'm just saying he's going to not do what he should do like bro i'm not that guy i didn't get that privilege right so I was late to the party, so I finally got to watch it, and then after I watched the entirety of Game of Thrones, I had nobody to talk to about it. Everybody's like, bro, that was years ago. Like, yeah, it's good. What about it? They didn't care. They've moved on to what's next, just like the seasons, just like every season changes. So if you're somebody who binges everything and you wait until summertime to watch the entirety of a show from springtime... Just know that it's not the FOMO thing I'm trying to tell you, which it does kind of suck that you can't talk to your friends and other people about it or go on social media. You now have digested way too much than you should. I don't think somebody should sit down, eat an extra large pizza by themselves, have a giant bowl of pasta, go in a couple of hot dogs and burgers and sit there and try to survive. Like Joey Chestnut, you know how he does like the food eating stuff and he's like the world's eater of like the most burgers. it's not what you should be doing. Homie has to fast for like weeks and prepare for months. For, it's just, it's not normal, right? I don't think it's good for us as a consumer standpoint. Again, I truly think that we have to do a better job of enjoying them weekly. And even if you're busy, like, trust me, if anybody knows what busy is, I know what busy is, but it still doesn't mean I can't make time for a 20, 30 minute show. Like what? Bro, come on. Before you go to bed, you can't sit down real quick, watch it and a out. Like it's just... I just don't want to see us turn into this autopilot society. Like, I mean, AI is already here. AI is going to generate animes for us soon. AI is already going to be doing voice work for us soon. AI is literally doing songs. I saw a Drake and a Weekend song that came out, and it sounded better than probably what they would have done on their own. Like, it's scary, but it's true. Like, we want to keep that human element in some attributes. So to me, if you just binge watch an entire series... You're not going to digest it properly. You're not going to be able to enjoy it for what it's trying to show you. And you're almost, in my attribute of saying this, you're disrespecting the creator, the writer, and the producers. Because now you're washing through an entire thing without digesting every week. I'm being honest with you. One of these shows I'm going to touch on too, which is called Hell's Paradise, which I didn't even know existed before this came out. I don't really read manga. I only have a series above me, which is the Spice and Wolf one because I love Spice and Wolf. I don't like to read things because I like to incorporate the anime side. That's why I'm the anime uh, senpai, not the manga senpai. And I like to be surprised when I watch something. Like, still to this day, don't you dare spoil it for me. I don't even know how Attack on Titan is going to end. I have no idea. I have my guesses. I have my assumptions. But I don't know. And guess what? I like it that way. Because now when it's a couple months from now, which all of y'all complaining, by the way, like, Oh, Attack on Titan is milking y'all are stupid is all i'm gonna say it's six months take a year if you need i want to see something good i'm not in a rush why are you in a rush it's been 10 years since a show came out like what chill i just think that we're doing a disservice a big disservice to the people who created these shows animated these shows did all this because you're not digesting what you should you're not going to be able to enjoy the attributes of what it brings to you and again You're kind of neglecting the purpose of what it is supposed to be there for. One of the best shows I could ever tell you is Neon Genesis. Do you know how amazing it is when you get to the end and realize with Shinji, it never was about anything outside of self. It was always a self thing and him accepting and understanding he was the person that could never accept what he was and everything around him was just an experience of self through others. It was deep. I got death threats. People literally wrote to the creator of Neon Genesis, Evangelion, and wrote him death threats. Like, that's crazy to me. But again, that's why I think shows should be watched weekly. So I just wanted to reemphasize for you guys and kind of reiterate here. Watch shows weekly. Like, just make some time. Whether it be one, if you're too busy, or I know people who watch almost all of them and they make time for it, enjoy it. Because it gives you something to look forward to. And a life without purpose or direction is blissfully ignorant and if you have nowhere you're trying to go you'll end up going anywhere and most of the time it'll take you away from somewhere you should be going you know what i'm saying life lessons kind of mixed in with anime senpai here but with all due respect uh my rant is done i've told you guys everything i needed to say i got it all off of my chest we now know where we're at shout outs again to tim and megas great guests and akemi because she was an awesome first guest on the show Let's get into some of the best shows right now from the spring season that I believe y'all need to get onto ASAP, no Rocky. The first one on this, and this one I come with a somber heart because this is a show, uh, a mega empire. It is the number one franchise in the world. (laughs) I'm not making this up. It is the number one franchise in the world over Pokemon, Pokemon, over Hello Kitty, over anything you can think of, Pokemon. Pokemon is the number one franchise in the world. And with this season in 2023 of spring season, Pokemon has begun a new chapter. And when I mean new chapter, I always mean an entire new series. And I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about this because of how much this meant to me as a kid. Pokemon... Is one of those series that if you're fortunate enough to experience it from start to finish, you're very blessed. And Pokemon, I know there's been like a lot of fun things out there. Like, I hope Scoot can put this up for you guys on YouTube about the pastor who's like, Pokemon is Satanist. Pokemon, plural. I said, Son, what is that one morning? He said, That's a, uh, that's Pokemon. Son, I found out that Pokemon means pocket monster. But why shouldn't they carry these monsters in their pocket? Pokemon world is a world of the demonic. It's the devil. It's Pokemon pocket monsters. It's Satan's worshippers and their demon tools. I can go into a whole nother subcategory about the cultish stuff with religion nowadays, but that's for another time. Pokemon was something I got to experience at a young age. It has some of the most nostalgic effects to it. And to be incorporated to a young person named Ash Ketchum, who wanted to become a Pokemon master and left his house at like nine or 10 or 12, whatever he was, like a child basically in today's society. I know 24 year old grown ass children. This kid went on an adventure and on his adventure, not only did he mate his best friend, which was Pikachu, who wasn't even a Pokemon to him, it was his friend. And the relationship they had together, the adventures they went on, I'm gonna do my best to not get emotional here for you, Everything that they did was amazing because it taught you to be independent. It taught you to chase something bigger. It taught you that no matter who you get incorporated to, like Team Rocket, who was always doing some hoodlum bad stuff, you didn't really know Jesse and James and Meowth's backstory. You didn't really know why they were doing what they were doing. You thought they were just some petty thieves and Team Rocket always gets blasted off again. But were they? Or were they just trying to survive? Were they just trying to do the best with what they had? Were they just trying to move forward in this crazy life as an adult when we're thrown into it out of high school, they drop the bowling bumpers, throw you down the aisle and say, good luck, make something of it. And they tried. And the attributes of the Thrice Amigos of Ash, Brock, and Misty and the adventures they went on. And... The evolution of Pokemon, how it went to so many different generations, and so many different video games, and so many things connected to it, it came to an end. And my entire childhood is attached to that, because I grew up collecting the original Pokemon cards. I was a dumb shit who traded a Charizard for a Mewtwo as a kid looking back. You're like, oh, first edition Shadowless Charizards, a PSA 10 or Beckett Black Label 10 is worth more than uh, most people make in their lives. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy, but... You look back on that and you cherish those moments even more. And in this season of the spring season of 2023, Pokemon starts its next adventure and one ends and shout out to Tim again. He posted this on his Instagram story. The way that Pokemon starts with Ash and Pikachu going on their first adventure, the rainbow and seeing Ho-Oh fly by and its feather kind of dropping down, it ends like that. It ends with them walking through a rainbow and it's just full circle like that shit it hits for me and I'm getting a little emotional I'm sorry but it hits for me and it's one of those things that it's it's the circle of life that when one starts and ends another one begins and that's the beauty of life and why I think that anime is so prevalent too because with all the biased and bullshit going on in the world right now at least anime is pure. At least anime is consistent with what its objective is supposed to be, which is entertainment from an imaginative standpoint. That's why we love anime. That's why I love anime. That's why I'm a grown-ass man in the terms of the world, and I still live by it. I preach by it. I'm building a brand off of it. It's because it touches me. Show me on this doll where it touched you. It touches me in places that I love. (sighs) didn't end well. But it, it, it really is that. So I had to shout out Pokemon and to shout out Ash Ketchum, man, even though he's a 12 year old boy in a coma, <laughs> the theories are out there that somehow, someway he's in a coma. That's why all the Nurse Joys and the police officers all look the same is because he's just basically in this dream world, <laughs> which is a fun concept and theory. But shout outs to Pokemon, man. They did it right. They found the formula and to see this new series starting, which is called Pokemon Horizons I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. I probably won't watch it because I didn't watch much of the Pokemon when I was growing up besides like the original. But to me, it's like that's a big step. And so everything that Pokemon has betrayed and has transpired into, I feel deserved some love. I feel deserved some cadence. And I feel deserved a starting shout out, not only here on the Anime Senpai, but with all of you in your lives now, too, um, shout outs to Space Cowboy. He was talking about in our Discord, in our Patreon-only Discord, he was talking about how Power Rangers is his thing. And I remember when I was a kid, I dressed up as a red Power Ranger, because how cool was that, bro? Like, you're literally turning into a trance. You can put your armor on, then you got these mecha dinosaurs to fight these big monsters. And it's probably why I got into Godzilla. But now watching Godzilla as a grown-ass man, I watch it again. I was like, how did I How did I buy Mothra with its its little... its fishing wire and this this guy that's just stomping through it i believe this i believe that but you know innocence i just wanted to shout it out so shout out to pokemon all my love to you i think you guys have done a great job uh you kind of went the bed with some games like for example i can't you know i can't speak all good i kind of have to say what i believe in uh sword and shield for the nintendo switch was a big flop Floppity flop flop y'all busted a nut on our face can you say that? No, no, no. We'll find out. I just couldn't believe the fact that they had the opportunity for the first dock game to your TV on the Nintendo Switch, and it was so rushed. They made an expansion set. Like, just, oh, it turned me off. I literally, I haven't played the new one still. I haven't played the new one, whatever it is, like the new series. I don't even know what it's called. Like, Scarlet and Violet. I haven't even played it. I haven't played it. I'm a, I'm a Pokemon loyalist, but it teaches its own. So, shout out to Pokemon. Shout-outs to Ash. Thank you for everything. And I'm hoping good things for this new series. I probably won't watch it, but I could still wish, you know, love and good luck. So the next one and this show in this spring season, oh my Mary of Gatos. Supercalifragilistic Expiala. This did it right, shis. Tony Kawa season two. Uh Tony Kawa, over the moon for you. Nasa Chan and our favorite couple with Sukasa. This story captivated me in ways i did not think it could now i've been a self-proclaimed slice of life king and remember there are multiple kings in kingdoms in lands it doesn't mean i'm the only king i'm just a self-proclaimed one i think personally this was a very good take on a young relationship and them getting married like very young Nasuchan and Tsukasa. They get married pretty damn young. Like, literally, he gets hit by a bus trying to chase this girl down. She saves him. Come to find out maybe she's like a god. I don't know yet. I haven't read anything. Like I said, I stay pretty consistent with the anime. But anyways, he starts working at this convenience store to try to meet her one day. Ends up meeting her. They end up getting together and married and just, oh, it's such a good story. It's wholesome and it's fun. It's not lewd. It's not fan service. It's just really authentic, two good-hearted young people. One with a secret that I think, again... Is related to space. That's why the main character, the guy's name is NASA Chan, and I think she is like related to the moon or something like that. I don't know, but again, you know, context within the story. It's really fun. It's refreshing. It's a good take. It's a great story. I love everything behind it because the ties within it is connected to the authenticity and the true nature behind a marriage, which I think is washed to shit here in the States, here in the Americas, you know, United States specifically, the divorce rates higher than it's ever been, uh, single parenthood higher than it's ever been, single people's higher than it's ever been. We're, we're, we're messed up. We really are messed up. People don't know how to talk to each other. People don't know how to date each other. People don't know how to court each other. People don't know how to actually be authentic and care about another person. It's like, oh, you know, it's getting weird now. Back to swiping. Shop, 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 shop. It's weird, right? I think this had a good, wholesome perspective of showing that Yeah, back in the day, when people got married young, like in the 40s, 50s, 60s, that's why you still see them together today. And people are celebrating their 50th anniversary, 60th anniversary, 40th anniversary, 70th anniversary. You know how how much of a blessing that is to know you have a partner for life? Like, I think people have misunderstood the purpose of what a marriage is and a unity, right? Like, forget all the government bullshit trying to be a part of your relationship. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Like, I'm personally saying that Somebody, when you marry somebody, it's to be a partnership, right? And you're building a life together, right? So to see an anime based on that in its authentic nature of showing how they get along, how they go through everything, how they're gonna plan a life together, how they plan to live together, the uniqueness and the fun and the butterfly effect it gives you because you're experiencing this stuff with them and unfortunately, again, a lot of people now, especially if you're younger and watching this, I'm gonna be surprised if you've been with somebody for a good amount of time. I'm gonna be surprised if you've lived with anybody or slept with somebody in like, you know, at your house for a good amount of time. You've spent time together and kind of lived in a sense together and see how that is, like the uh, the awkwardness, the corniness, like. Being with somebody is not just about sex, you know? Like, it's about the relationship you build together. Like, that should be something that isn't even thought about. And it it just shocks me that there's so many people I talk to, and they're like, Oh, you know, sex is such an important part. I'm the sexual being. Are you? Oh, Okay. I'll let you sit on that throne all you want. But it just seems a little far-fetched. Tony Kawa is wholesome. It's fun. It's a fresh, young, married couple. You're experiencing their life with them. And you get to see how it goes With like the fun little twists and turns Of this other side character girl That's trying to break them apart Because I think she knows Who Su- uh, Sukasa really is And is trying to like protect Nasachan In a weird way It's just It's a fun story that I can see There's a lot of things That are going to come to the forefront So How strong is their love? How strong is their bond? Is it really Through sickness and health to death do us part? We'll find out That's why the second season started And I'm in for it So now the third one on this list This one, shout outs to Tim for this one. This one is called Skip and Loafer. Skip and Loafer. This is a very wholesome one as well, slice of life kind of feel, high school setting. It's this prodigy girl that lives in the countryside that goes out to Japan to go to this school. And you get very interested with how she's like, you know, she's kind of awkward, a little shy, all that kind of stuff, She's just a little introverted. And you get to kind of get introduced now to her developing into this new world and this new life and going from a countryside all the way over to the, you know, the city life. I mean, that's why I liked Akabi, uh what was it? Occupies, Sailor Uniform or something like that I'm forgetting it off the top of my head But it was wholesome, extremely wholesome I loved it And those wholesome shows, I need those in my life Because you gotta remember Your world of perception of reality Is based on not only your thoughts But what you perceive to be your own self So what you consume is what you are What you do is what you become So to myself, I like to incorporate A lot of these wholesomeness stuff Because people might think it's corny People might think it's weird Or people might say, oh, you gotta grow up The world isn't that good Why not? Why not who says the world has to be tough who who did we allow to decide what growing up means like honestly why would you let go of the innocence that makes you happy fun creative unique bro don't let that shit go of course we have to be able to survive in this shit matrix society and you got to find a way to make money get a job buy a mortgage go into debt work till you're dead you know like it seems stupid trust me i know it that's why i'm breaking free But this show is cool because, again, I look for wholesomeness. So to follow this adventure, to see her move forward with the friendships and everything she comes with, a possible love story, who's not about it? Love is almost hard to find anymore. Women think their shit don't stink and guys think that they're too, I guess, independent for anybody nowadays. It's just, it's weird. So this is another fun one. I had to shout it out. I'm only one episode in. Tim put me on game on this one so i have to put you guys on game as well because as being the source of the anime info had to put y'all on game so now the next one this one boy oh boy if only i could live this life again uh this one is called offering my virginity to a gangster now hit the music someone like myself and going through the adventures of life and being somebody who has been through a multitude of beautiful women Exotic and even some domestic. Being someone who can steal your heart and have it home by when the streetlights are on—that sounds too young. We won't say that. But being somebody who's been able to arouse a plethora of different beings, women and men. I play. Uh, I play both parts because I'm just that good. <laughs> I am somebody who was enthralled by this title. Are you kidding me? You had me at offering my virginity. Trust me, bro. I'm almost out on isekais. I am almost out. I am somebody, again, who I've defended SAO. I've talked about ReZero. I've talked about so many of these great isekais that have come out, by the way. And also, it doesn't matter if you say isekai, isekai, it's tomato, tomato, whatever you want to say. I just personally think that after I saw this one coming out that's called reincarnated as a vending machine, you lost me. You lost me. This one, though, it's not an easy guy, but still, I was so incorporated by this because it's literally called Offering My Virginity to a Gangster. It's a 26-year-old pink-haired mamacita virgin? Bro, you got me hooked. There's a reason why I have 02 as a tattoo on my arm. There's a reason why she's in my backdrop for all my TikTok videos and all my YouTube content. There's a reason why pink hair supremacy is a thing, okay? Like, it's a true thing. This girl... Literally a story with her, and now she meets this Yakuza? This gangster guy? They spend a the night together, and now they start a relationship together? Bruh, you had me on Hori about this girl that ran away from home, and she's sleeping around to find somewhere to stay as she's going through and ends up with this actually good dude. I stuck around for it. Was it a good show? No. Was it incorporating and intoxicating? Absolutely. The ending sucked, but I was still there for it. Same kind of concept. This show... If you can do something different from the monotony of just the same repetitive bull crap and not make it stupid, like there was a show I saw on Netflix where it was like my uncle, uh, like something about this, I forget the title now, but it was like this uncle that comes back from his isekai life in this other world and brings all of his knowledge and his spellcasting abilities, bro, what? That show was dope, the animation style was unique, the fact of like he's telling you all of his past stories from his other life and like how it's just he doesn't get it like a clue, it was hysterical, that was dope, that was good, give me something different. This show, I know it sounds kinda you know, etchy and lewd and probably just you know, a little bit degenerate but it's fine, I'm about it. I'm in, I'm full send and uh, you give me a pink haired waifu who's 26 years old and she's a virgin just with a Yakuza, by gosh, by golly, you got me into it. (laughs) So that's another one to put on your list. Now let's continue. My love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. This show, again... And this is a lot of slice of life and stuff because, again, I'm telling you some of the best ones come out in springtime. This is a very fun, refreshing take. So it's about this young girl, and she is dating this dude. And while they're dating, she is very enthralled. She's infatuated with him. She loves this guy. It's like her first real boyfriend, right? And so she's a little bit older, she's out of high school and everything, and she starts to play video games, specifically this one online game that he was playing because she wanted to spend more time with him. And so that's what any good partner would do in a relationship is try to be open and welcoming to whatever the, what other person is into. So whatever, what other, whatever their other passions are, geez, for the love of Christ, I couldn't say that. Those are the people you should yearn for and she does she jumps on a video game that she's never played before she's not even into video games but she does it to be closer to this guy and what ends up happening the dude falls in love with some other chick that he's been playing online with this entire time he's like "Uh, you know what I don't think I want to be with you I'm gonna go be with her what bro. And you get to see now not only her try to, like, kind of win him back a little bit in the beginning, but then she meets this guy that's just super cold to her and stuff online. They meet at this get-together that's for the game, like an event that's nearby locally. And when she meets this dude, not only is he, like, a professional gamer, like, content creator, he's so unsociable and whatnot. And, of course, he's, like, a drop-dead bombshell guy, right? Like, he's just super good-looking. It's a fun story. It's super refreshing. It's, again, unique. And it's so cool to see, like... The gamer aspects, that's why I think No Game No Life hit for a lot of people. It's like an isekai, but in a video game world that it's all solved by gaming, whether it be betting, whether it be video gaming, whatever it is, All of their problems are solved like that. So if somebody's trying to rob you on the street, you literally have to play like rock, paper, scissors or something like it's so cool, right? Refreshing. I like this take. I like the character design. I like the animation. And I really specifically like the little character details they do to their faces and the environment of what goes on and whatever situation they're going through. It's very well thought out. And the portrayal of how they show the thoughts from internal base to the outside platform of how it integrates with the environment or whatever the moment is, supreme. Absolutely well done. And I was incorporated with it on the first episode. I had to shout it out. It's a fun watch. And I think this will be a good series to continue throughout the rest of the season. So now, let's not waste any time. This show, this show, oh my gosh. Um, How do I say this in a fun way? So the show is called My Clueless First Friend. The young dude in this show, which is one of the main characters, it's him in this grim reaper, this girl that everybody made an outcast just because she's different. And you know how kids are. They're brutally uh, mean sometimes. This MC, this main character, this young dude does more in one episode than some characters do in a series. My boy literally did so many things in one episode. I was literally dumbfounded, dumbfounded. This kid was so full send and so comfortable with who he was and so open and welcoming to anything and everything that excites him and just had no disregard to anybody around him. It's like an elementary school setting with a very, you know, kind of like toony design to it. I was in love. This kid literally not only stood up for her, made friends with her, told off some other people, uh, awakened some of the other bullies, did some things of making her stand out of her own element, went to above and beyond to make friends with her. Like He did so much within a 20-minute episode spurt or 30-minute, whatever it was. I literally sat there and took a breath after it was over. And I was like, this dude, this kid who's in elementary school, has probably done more than 15 characters I can name off the top of my head within an entire first season. Unbelievable. Goated. This kid is unbelievable. I need more people like him in my life. Literally, that kid, sign me up. I need friends with that personality type. I need friends that have this kind of go-getter mentality and don't give two shits about what anybody says. Literally, we'll do it their way or no way. I love it. And it's not even like selfishly. It's just because he's he's fun. It was so cool. Warm-hearted, gets you in the good feels, and it looks like it's going to be a fun series. Just like something I can relate it to but not as like, you know, extreme or soon dears, like the whole, um, what is it? Senpai one I'm thinking of Nagatoro, you know, just like in Nagatoro, how it was a fun little thing of, you know, uh, bullying people say, but it wasn't bullying. It's just what kids do when they like each other. This is a fun one. It's a really fun show. No bullying in this one, but like the polar opposite where the boy now is, uh, the main character like that's helping rather than Nagatoro, who's like the you know, the more picky on one. It's it's just cool. It's a really cool take on a different perspective. And I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, absolutely loved it. Now, this one I have not started yet, but I had to shout this out because of how monumental this franchise really is. Mobile suit gundam. The Witch from Mercury Part 2. If you guys don't realize how old of a franchise Mobile Suit Gundam is, y'all might want to take a second and go check out the wiki, 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 wiki leak, or go check out the series, 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 the entire series of everything that has been done with Gundam. Y'all thought One Piece was long. Y'all thought Dragon Ball was long. You thought maybe Naruto has been around for a cool minute, Sailor Moon or whatever. Uh, Go look up Mobile Suit Gundam unbelievable like it's almost incredible it's it's been around longer than probably most people you know <laughs> like, it's, it's it's insane and the fact that they're back and i heard the animation style is peak like peak and everything from the storyline and the progression of where it's going like i'm somebody who used to troll a bunch and say i didn't care for mech animes i love them it's fun it's just when you kind of get to the stupid redundant stuff so no shots fired but i'm taking shots like Guren Lagan. I'm just not a fan of just like, oh, let's upgrade again. Oh my God, it's a stronger boss. Let's upgrade again. Oh my God, a stronger boss. Let's upgrade again. I get it. I understand it. It's like shonen, you know, just yell louder, power of friendship. I get it. I get it. Everything's got to stick, okay? I can take shots at Slice of Lives too. Oh, there's going to be a romance scene. Oh, there's going to be a festival scene. Oh, there's going to be an awkward situation they have to overcome because the childhood friend starts to fall in love with the main character. But the main character's like, no, I don't love my childhood friend. I actually like this other girl. But now that my childhood friend kind of looks kind of hot, I get it. I'm not taking any shots, just saying again, but Mobile Suit Gundam is one of the defining franchises within the Gundam era, like the mecha genre. It is done so much. Just like Macross and all that other stuff, it is so pivotal to the franchise. And if you look into it as a franchise too, in the spectrum of top franchises overall, it's insane how much they have sold from their action figure side to their build build your own part little uh, Gundams that you can take home and stuff. It's just... It's immaculate like it's honestly i can't throw any shade i am just sensationally impressed it has been this long and done so well like it's just it's amazing and i had to just give it the love it deserved so now the next one on this list we got a few more to go through here because there's been some great shows within this season i need to shout out dr stone new world now if i can bring this back real quick season one the intro will forever be one of my favorite intro songs of all time. Let's sing this one together. Here we go. Hit it, DJ. Oh, hi, yo, Good morning, world. world. (laughs) What a rip. If you can give me an intro to a series... That not only sets the tone, but gets me hyped that I want to sing along with it. You are doing something right. And people might say, oh, you know, it's just an OP. I skip them anyways. It says on Netflix, skip to episode. Oh, it's just an ED. I skip past them. I want to get right back into the gist of it. Well... If you were a weekly watcher, which you should be, like I started this podcast, and you enjoyed the entirety of what they were showing you, so you could enjoy the intro and outro because it's a whole entire series. Yeah, you see what I'm doing here? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, honey, okay, follow along. That's what it's supposed to be. OPs and EDs are defining. They set the tone for what is to come. And if done right, carries the hype into the ether. Bro. One of my favorite ones, ED wise, will forever be Samurai Shamplo. Oh my gosh, that song and the rift it goes. My guy, only, I don't even know the words, but I'm singing it because I want to rift with you about this ship. Unbelievable. And then it kind of goes into a rap, I don't know what I'm saying. And then I'm back at. Telling you some more. Bro, defining. If you can do it right, it will define a series forever. And Dr. Stone, the progression of how this series has gone, bruh, I'm just gonna say this. I even wrote this down specifically. It is crazy because it takes science, nature, the world, rebuilding society, and the periodic table and makes sense of it. It makes it entertaining and unique. Bruh. We've all kind of had our gists about anime science, right? And how anime makes things work, like in their own attribute. Like, you're like, how is One Punch Man on the moon right now? And how's he breathing? It's in space. Whatever. All I'm saying is, this show is so cool because when it takes you through a lot of these periodic table elements and different compounds and putting together things and making it from scratch, society restarting from ground zero, not Eden Zero, but zero. And I'm not even mentioning Eden Zero for the new series, it's bleh. I'm just saying, don't sleep on this show. It's a fun, refreshing take. It takes you through rebuilding of society and now being in the new world chapter after the Great War. Bro, it's definitely well worth the series watch. And I have to shout out Ricky, one of my old-time friends. He loves this show. And I, I still remember we would sing the intro together all the time. Sensational, sensational, sensational. And now we got three more to talk about before we get out of here tonight. This one I am very selfishly excited for. And I think that, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who didn't know about this too. This show is called The Ancient Magus Bride. This is without a doubt one of the greatest fantasy animes I have seen in my entire life. And that says a lot because there are some great fantasy animes out there. So to give this one already that title after only one season... With (laughs) Yosef, the two main characters, Chisa and Elias, this is basically Harry Potter meets Lord of the Rings meets, gosh, what else can I even tie to this? I don't even know. But all I'm saying is that this show does something so right. The folklore music score that it connects to this series, the character design and the beautiful world building it does from a multitude of levels, from it taking you to this dragon land, to the forest where these ancient species live, to the spell casting and wizardry of magic that they are able to use themselves. It's the demons music. It's like Pokemon. It's Poke monster devils. It is insane. It is so beautifully done. I fell in love with this. And for me, too, the biggest thing that really connects me to a series and a story is uh, a well, I could say, is character growth. And the character growth behind Chisei and Elias, it is on par with Violet Evergarden from Violet Evergarden, which is a sensational series, by the way. She is basically sold into slavery, in a sense, because she gave up on life. And Elias not only buys her, it's because he knows that she has some kind of power within her. He never treats her as like a slave or any of that stuff. He basically gives her a purpose to living because her power that she has is so destructive, it literally killed her family. And so in doing so, it made her an outcast and give up on life. Well, how do you bring somebody back from that point? when they're already so committed to ending it all this show captures it not to mention the multitude of worlds that you get thrown into from it and the intro to this second season they literally gave you five to six minutes of animation through a plethora of different environments where i sat back and i was like yo i gotta go back and watch that what the hell just happened And what incarnations did I just watch? That's the intro before the show even begins? And that's not even the show intro? Like the OP? Bruh, I loved it. I'm all into folklore. I'm all into that old school, medieval, uh, the type of environment that's before any technology. I'm so about it. Muggles won't understand. Y'all muggles. If you don't like this show, you're literally muggles. You you can't see magic. I understand it. You don't get it? You don't like it? Peace out, bro. You know? Peace up, A-Town. It's all good. It's all good, (laughs) but I had to shout it out, and I'm very excited for the second season because now Chise is going to this magic school, so that's why I tied in the whole Harry Potter thing, and she's going to learn more magic and spells rather than the crazy world she was in the first season. This is now plot building. I'm very excited for it. Okay, two more quick ones, and these are the most important ones. I wanted to wait till the end. The first one, Hell's Paradise. This is without a doubt a grown-up version and a better version Of Demon Slayer without Michael Jackson, without the over redundant demons that you're supposed to empathize for, and the whole Kamitsu no Yaiba, all those fans. This show set the tone within one episode. Not only is this main character, the Hollow Garu, this character so unique with the fact of how. He is supposed to be an agent of death, a ninja, an assassin that just kills people. He's literally named Gabaru the Hollow because he is known for killing anything and everything emotionless. When you get into this first series, because uh, it's the first season and there's only a few episodes out, I'm not spoiling anything on any of these, by the way, this show is so captivating because you're so invested to these two main characters. And by the way, this female character who's introduced as like his executioner, bro, she can get it any day of the week. Any day Are you kidding me Burnett Light brown eyes Tan kind of skin Bro, mommy Mommy, 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 mommy Excuse me, mommy I'm sorry, mommy I'm sorry, mommy Excuse me, mommy Bro the uh, Unbelievable But this character And the storyline Where it's going Gave me Tower of God vibes But in a setting Where they go to an island Where they have to find This potion of invulnerability of you know like it's kind of almost like the the cup of the gods what is it called like the the well of eternity i'm thinking spacing on the name right now but it's like the cup of youth right the cup of life and it grants immortality it's crazy the fountain of youth there we go we came to it together i'm so ecstatic to see this because not only is the animation style insane the way they set up that first episode and it introduced you to the Hollow and who Gabaru is really this kid and what he has done and where he's going and why he won't die, no matter how many times they try to execute him and his past and what is going on with the village that he left and his wife or whatever, bro, this show Hit me so off guard. I was at CarMax getting some car work done at like 9 in the morning. I don't wake up till 11 because I do night radio shows. I was glued to my phone that I usually am not to a lot of these series. A lot of these ones I mentioned to you already, they didn't glue me, but they're good. This show glued me. I'm stuck. I'm so invested now. I can't wait to see how this goes. And it's a seinen. It's refreshing to have this kind of a show in this time setting and in this depiction. So I'm all full send. I am full board. I cannot wait to see how this goes and how in a polar opposite attribute, see how he starts to live and embraces emotions because he has prided himself on being emotionless. But now something came into his life and showed him he's had emotions the whole time. Wow. Not to mention this island where everybody turns into smiling flowers. Bro. Are they in heaven or are they in hell? Stay tuned to find out. Now, without a doubt, the last one we're talking about before we get out of here this week. This, I'm already going out on a limb right now. This is anime of the season. This is going to be the most important show of the entirety of the 2023 spring season of anime. Oshinoko. Oshinoko. ko, Oshi no ko. Now, when I tell you I watch this, shout-outs to Tim again. Tim has been pretty on point with a few of these animes so far. Megas, stand stand it up. You know, come on, Megas. Let's go. Give me something good here. Tim told me to watch this. Gave me his high dive account to watch this. And let me tell you, that first 90 minutes, it's a 90-minute prologue to the actual show. 90 blipping minutes of backstory movie it's basically a movie that ends getting you into the show bruh i'm already going out on a limb that is the best thing i have ever seen done in anime and i love my 60 minute intros like shield hero i was all about it any show that can give me something captivating within a first spurt, to set the tone. Because remember, first impressions are very hard to overlook. If you captivate somebody the first time they meet you, good luck. It's going to take a lot of work to break that first captivating you did, right? Unless you leave a note on their truck and mess it all up like I did. Uh, It is very hard to break first impressions. And the first are the most defining for how it is going to portray moving forward and your attention span and if you really yearn for more of it. I'm telling you, Ko. I started watching it, and it was supposed to be, it looked like a pop star, like it's a pop idol thing, right? And you're like, oh, okay, so it's a show about pop stars? I knew nothing about this, right? I was like, it's about this main pop star girl? Okay, yeah, she's cool. She's kind of cute. This doctor who's obsessed with her. Oh, hes he's got this patient who's dying, and she's obsessed with it, so he's enjoying it to live through him for her. Okay, that's kind of cute, but I don't think that's enough to carry me, right? Oh, she's She's pregnant. Oh, this pop star has to kind of hide the fact that she has kids or else she can't be a pop star. Okay, I mean, that's kind of cool. Oh, what just happened to the doctor? Oh, what just happened to her kids? Oh, my God. What just happened to her? Oh, my God. It is probably one of the toughest things to shock me now out of everything I've seen. It's like taking somebody who's been to war, like literally got like shipped overseas, comes home, Goes to some kind of environment within its own his own country or something in his own state, and it shocks him more than that did, right? I know it's a little of extremism in a comparison, but I'm just saying this shook me to the core. I am shooketh. I am literally shooketh, and I will also go on a limb and say again, this is what I want more of. What this prologue did within 90 minutes to set the tone of this entire show moving forward, I want more of that. That is the future of anime in my opinion. Take your damn time, invest the damn money and blow my socks off. I literally want to be hit like a car and you see my socks and shoes flying off. That's how hard you hit me. I literally have no I have no socks on. They were shooketh off of me because of what this show did. I am captivated and utterly I'm going on the limb again. This is going to be the anime of the season. If it continues, well, right? Because off of one freaking first prologue episode into the series itself now, and I heard from multiple sources, that's not even the start of how good it gets, bro. Somehow I'm into these pop star animes now. I don't even know how. I, I'm Somehow I'm here. I wasn't expecting to be here, but we're here, and I love it. <laughs> so I hope that's for you, you know? Kind of looking back at everything... This season, it's beyond loaded. I know a lot of the times people kind of take a poo poo on the spring season stuff and always say, like, oh, you know, there's nothing good. We're all waiting for the good stuff. Just give me Attack on Titan. Give me all the other good stuff coming back. I don't give me solo leveling already. I'm not going to wait for this horse crap. Dude, I feel for you because these diamonds in a rough, these hole in the walls, these little food stands that you walk by because you want to go to freaking Cheesecake Factory. You're missing out on not only food that's cheaper, better, and more authentic, you're missing out on an experience that you will be able to tell a lot of people. So that's why I had to put y'all on game. I would be doing myself and you a disservice to not use this platform, this show, this podcast, this YouTube channel, whatever I end up endeavoring into, not putting y'all on game. Because then how can I call myself the anime senpai if you ain't thriving with me? You feel me? I'm your elder. I'm your guide. I'm your tour guide. And if you look to your left here on the Island Disney Cruise, you can see the hippo. Bang, bang. Sit back there, guy. We're not looking for a fight tonight. Uh-huh. That's my job. And we did it damn right, if I do say so myself. <laughs> so I'm beyond excited, man. I'm beyond excited to see all these play out. I am immensely Excited for all the topics that I can get off of these shows and these series and everything that kind of comes to fruition because of just the enjoyment of anime and what we all love to do our way. I'm beyond excited. So my instant reaction is Oshinoko. It's the anime of the series. Uh, This is definitely the one to go without a doubt. And don't sleep on Hell's Paradise too. That is the one show if I told you that you deserve to watch weekly to digest it. Every freaking episode so far, I believe it's three in. There might be a fourth one out that I haven't watched yet. Bro, bro bro Broski, Brohana, Brosif. Don't sleep on it. Do yourself a favor and get on it. So shout out to all you guys for being a part of this. Thank you for staying a while and listening and being a part of this family and brand and endeavors together. I am currently undergoing a massive, massive home studio upgrade so if you guys support me and go over to the youtube side and subscribe there and follow along within the next few months you are going to see me in one of the most insane home studio setups I think I should have at this point of my career, but shout outs to everybody. It's the new business adventure. I'm going into the partnership. We're doing so much. You guys will know about it very soon when he guests on the show so we can break everything down for you. Shout outs again to the three guests that have been on my show so far. Tim, uh, Chris, A.K. Megas, Tim8702, and Akemi Kun. She is a beautiful person. I love her as well and to you guys thank you for staying a while and listening make sure you guys support me by rating the show on any major platform giving it 5 stars on Apple Podcasts and Apple Podcasts alone I'm going to reiterate this go ask me some questions anything no holds by in about a month from now I'm going to do another Q&A with Senpai and after the last two we did I want some juicier stuff I'm talking about ask me anything give me like would you rather Rose uh, kill marry have sex Rosie O'Donnell, Oprah and Hitler like you know Give me some fun. Give me some fun. Can I say that? Uh, we'll find out together. But make sure you guys always have fun. Enjoy anime your way. Whether it's dub or sub, whether it's anything downright dirty or even boku no pico, whatever you're into, I won't judge you, but I will hold you accountable for your likes. <laughs> thank you for staying a while and listening this season is not only loaded it's going to be an absolute blast so with love heart and full of all my aspirations and aspirations with you guys i will see you all next week anime senpai out